Oh, man, wraiths. This is a good topic. We're going to have fun today. I mean, I looked at the people that responded to blue? my... That's blue. <laughs> that is very I'm just, hitting, I'm just hitting like the... These are the preset ones. I already have. I just want to see which what the colors in the camera look like. Um, if you could go that spooky tropical, underworld green, that would be great. Tropical twilight. <laughs> this is a uh, nighttime. Ooh, this is dark. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Whoa, that's oh, that's bright. very bright. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to customize here. Let's uh, let's go into custom settings. Okay, spooky underworld green. What is that? What is spooky yeah, underworld green? That would be good. Spooky underworld green probably be great. All right, let me see if I can figure out what that what that means. Um. All right, spooky underworld green. See, like the what you got going on right now was very like mint. You know, that's very yeah. like mint. Oh, this is changing my face because it's the it's the one in front of me. That's kind of Ooh. fun. Ooh. 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 That's kind of exciting. <laughs> Your face turned <laughs> blue for a second. That was weird. Snozberries tastes like snozberries. What's up, <laughs> crazy Jeebus and Relius and Crystal and Tizer? What's up, everybody? Ah, oh, Lord Tizer. That's, that's our newest patron. It's the Lord Tizer. <laughs> Hello, Lord Tizer. All right, so, okay, uh, they changed the freaking app. Stop changing the app. Well, that sounds like an old man. Don't change uh, my app. I don't know how this works. All right, so you want like spooky, like like are you like this, like underworld colored? Yeah, I mean, like just imagine. Um, this looks Lord kind of, of the, Lord of the Rings, right? Like this kind of like sickly green. Yes, uh, this probably. That uh, might be the best you get. Uh, I can, I can I make think, it darker. Yeah. Like it's a little bright, right? So like we could like, like maybe like, like that. Ooh, Is that better. Ooh, it's dark and mysterious. Yes, yeah, that's pretty good. Let's huh? do it. That's spooky. Yes. I mean, we could go. We could go here, or we could go purple because purple's pur purple. Let's pretty, try purple. Let's see purple's how it is. Pretty spooky too, right? It's like a magenta. Is there like a darker purple? Yeah, I, I can. I can. Ooh, here, like ooh. I can go here. That's what I like. I like. Yeah, that's good. I that, like that. that good? I think. All right. And then my face color should be. Uh, Tom, are you interested in being adopted as someone's brother? <laughs> I would like to adopt as as you as my brother. Wait, wait. You're going to adopt me? Do I get paid for that? How does that work? Okay. What color should my face be? Do I, do I want to look sickly here? Oh, yep. Yeah. We yeah. could be a plague oh, maybe. Oh, oh, oh. I could look like all warm. What, what other? Okay, hold on. This is this is getting <clears throat> there's two things on this. So this needs to go here. And then this one. There we go. Okay, tell me when. Oh, when? <laughs> That's really that crazy. Good? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Welcome. Welcome. Can All right. Figure out what it is about sitting at my chair that just messes me up. Messes you up, huh? Yeah, I just twitch a lot whenever I'm here at my chair. It's like awful. I try not to. And Maybe then you're I just allergic do. to your chair. 
I don't think I'm not allergic to my chair. Can you adopt like 40 year old men? Is that a thing? I think you can. I think you can adopt people. I mean, I have parents. I have parents. I have a sibling. So I think I think the solution then would be to have your parents adopt crazy Jeebus. Mm. I think don't know that they're into adopting anybody right now. It's just a title. Whenever you're an adult, it's them. just a title at that point, you know. <laughs> All right. I mean, they don't really have an inheritance to give up, give away. <laughs> you, you don't have to do it. It's just, it's just a name. That's it. You just gonna not have gonna... a piece of paper that says these are my parents now, and that's pretty much it. All right. You just got to ask me, Mom. How how would you feel about having a son named Crazy Jeebus? Crazy, Jeebus. would you like a son, a third, a third son named Crazy Jeebus? All right. Hey, uh, we got a podcast to do. Oh, do we? Is that why we're here? Yeah. That's, do, I guess that makes sense. I'm going to move this around. Oh, I can put this on this side. I'm moving stuff around. This is getting crazy. Stuff around. Moving stuff around. All right. Well, what do you say we get started? Thanks for hanging out, everybody. I suppose. All right, here we go. Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witcher friends, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast. This is the show that digs into all the nitty gritty, wonderful, dirty, delicious details of The Witcher universe. I'm your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here, as usual, with the Lord of Toasters. Toasty, the Magnificent of Toasteropolis. How, how's that Toasteropolis. One? I'm, that's a big city right there. This is the largest big city of, of toasters. Everyone has a toaster in Toasteropolis. <laughs> this is the largest of the toaster towns. Yes, yes. If you don't have a toaster, you get arrested. Hello. This, this right. is the capital. Uh, how you doing, man? <laughs> good, good. Um, um, you know, I my leg hurts, my elbow hurts. <laughs> oh, oh no, well. I you're getting old. I well, I did a I did a dumb today. Uh, do we have time for a little side story? It's not long. <laughs> okay, yes. Well, tell us your dumb. So, you were out on you were out on the uh, the path, as all good witchers are. And yes, this yes. and I was I was I was helping a lady with some some pumpkin monsters uh-huh right uh-huh. um and it acquired it, it required me attaining the high ground because the high ground is important must yes. get the high ground especially um, against pumpkin monsters because especially because their only weakness is their pumpkin heads because right they're mm-hmm. pumpkin monsters mm-hmm. um yes, and the then head. as i as i achieved victory i descended from the high ground with a uh, uh an excited jump and then like landed on my bad leg and my leg buckled and i fell oh no (laughs) oh so in in non-witcher terms i was at work i was getting some pumpkin bins for a lady who needed (laughs) pumpkin bins Uh um and then like as i was doing that i dropped the phone into one of the pumpkin bins but i was like i'm helping a customer right now the phone's not important and then i remember it as i was about to leave to go get it and so I climbed back in there and I had to climb up across a bunch of pallets uh-huh. to get to it, got it. And I jumped down 
and uh, I have a bad leg from a sporting accident. Um, and I guess I landed too much on it. My leg like buckled and I fell in the truck on my side Jeez, um, is- and it's like a metal floor. So I scraped up my elbow and yeah. my leg, my knee hurts real bad. <laughs> oh man. That <laughs> real sucks. Bad. I thought I was going to be really messed up, but I only limped for like a minute and a half. And that's usually a good sign because most of the time I'm limping for like multiple days. Oh <laughs> so man. It just hurts, but I should be okay. That's, this is rough. I'm so sorry. This is, this is why uh, you need to be careful when you go into the line of work that you're in, which is very dangerous. Yep. <laughs> Be working at a grocery store. <laughs> we'll just call it witchering. Like you can be. It can be, depending. I mean <laughs> So um so speaking of dangerous things, this is our first episode where we are let's call this our is bestiary, right? I wanna always want to say bestiary, but it's bestiary. Let's call this the first of our bestiary episodes where we are discussing the monsters of the Witcher universe. And we've been talking this up for a few weeks now. It is officially Spooptober, and this is going to be our first monster lesson, lore lesson about what specifically, Toasty? What are we, what are we tackling today? Uh, so, we are tackling wraiths. Wraiths. Um, I, I put, a, I put a, a message out to my fellow witchers um, asking, you know, what what monsters are the most terrifying to come face to face with? Um, and every, every, every one of them that responded had some variation of a wraith or something on their list. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, let us, let us do wraiths. Uh, all of us seem to think this. And I think with the addition of nightmare of the wolf, I think wraiths have made their way up to up the list from where they were for a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have some so. different variations of wraiths to discuss. So yes, let's, let's, why don't we just go ahead and dive into it? I'm sorry about your leg. I hope it feels better, but let's, let's get into the topic for today. Wraiths. So where do we start? Um, I just want to give a little quick disclaimer. Um, because there's so much, if I was to go over every aspect of wraiths that has ever existed in the Witcher lore, we would be here for like five hours. And I don't think we want to be here for five hours. <laughs> this is not the five I mean, hour was, episode. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to specifically, I'm choosing to use what we have from the Witcher 3 since it's the most updated Witcher game. Um, mm-hmm. Or the not the most updated, but most recent witcher game um and then specifically we're talking about wraiths we didn't really see those in the tv show but we did see them in the nightmare of the wolf movie so i'll be using that example as well so most recent examples of wraiths right right all right cool so we start with the just the generic basic wraith Wraiths are the spirits of people who died or who have died with unfinished business and become forced to haunt the living. They hold no memories of life and know only indescribable pain and an intense hatred for the living. They are normally encountered at night and haunt burial places or the places they held dear in life. So they're just like really pissed off ghosts. Yes. Uh, Pretty much. <laughs> They're just like really angry spirits with no memory of who they used to be. 
Exactly. Wraiths appear to be floating forms of humans draped in tattered rags and a hood. They hold a lantern in one hand and a sword in the other and make swift attacks with both of these. And this is like a little bit that I'm putting. I'm preparing our, our newest witchers that are about to head out on the path. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. The, ex- the experienced witcher should be sure to have their silver sword ready. And if, if you're a witcher at all, you got to have your silver sword ready. Okay. Let's right, be honest. Right. Why, and the two be swords? Up. Why the two swords mutant? What's with the two swords? I always love, I always love in, in the witcher stories in the games when Geralt, like go sit down at a pub or something and some local idiots like why the two swords and you know you know he's that guy's just like he's done (laughs) (laughs) he's literally been nowhere else in his life except for the small town (laughs) right right you know he's picking a fight with like the wrong dude anyway Mm -hmm. uh, yeah so yeah get your silver sword ready absolutely and uh, be sure to be stocked up on specter oil and the moon dust bomb uh, the Yerdin sign can be utilized to force the wraiths to materialize since their main form of attack is to become in- immaterial and teleport behind. The Quinn sign can be used to block these surprise attacks should you be unsure from where they will strike. So they're quick. So. They're quick and, um, uh, you know, they're spectral, so they can disappear from sight. They can kind of teleport around a bit. Um, this is they're not something to be messed with. <laughs> they can be yeah. very, very, very dangerous. Yes. Uh, wraiths most likely take their inspiration from the idea shared by many cultures, which are ghosts or vengeful spirits. Uh, many cultures believe in specialized burial or cremation rites to prevent spirits from rising from the dead. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, we, we see this in like all sorts of media, like pretty much any show that has the supernatural, the idea of a vengeful spirit or a ghost that, you know, has unfinished business and has to take care of it before they can pass on. This is essentially the same idea. It's a, um, these guys will definitely mess you up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, the penitent is a unique variation of wraith from the Witcher three that, that attacks those who commit bad deeds. You can find him, uh, or it on the, the Skellige, um, quest it involves a lighthouse i remember that much (laughs) so (laughs) yeah yeah um so wraiths just general wraith is the traditional like person who died has some sort of unfinished business they may have been murdered they may have had some sort of uh goal in life that they didn't achieve and so their spirit lingers on and then they are basically just stuck to the world and then they the, their spirit kind of forgets who they were. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love the the description here that they are in, in indescribable pain and intense hatred for the living. It's almost like they're jealous of the living because the living get to go on and complete the things that they wanted to do in life, whereas they don't. And that it's like it eats at them. And so they have this like hatred for things that are alive and yet they can't move on because they can't finish the thing that they want to do. And I'd like to think that like, the pain isn't isn't like a physical pain like i don't mm-hmm. think that they are feeling like physical pain i think it's more of like an emotional or mental kind of pain because it it 
they like either like to haunt like burial sites, like graveyards, uh, you know, tombs, whatnot, or they like to stick around places that were important to them in life. Right. But the thing is, is they don't, they don't remember life. So they've forgotten what their life was. So I imagine there's this constant like turmoil of like knowing that things are important to you, but having mm-hmm. no means of grasping that information. Right. I'm sure that that would be like a, an extremely painful experience of like not knowing, but feeling like there's something that you should know. Yeah. It's almost like they're stuck in this emotional loop. They're, they're yeah. just kind of like this emotion, like the, the, the soul of the person is stuck in this emotional loop of like longing for the thing they can never have and the pain of never being able to achieve that. But then you're not even remembering why or who or what they just they're just kind of stuck in this almost like a time loop in a way. And their spirit mm-hmm. just can't can't move on, uh, which is where the Witcher comes in and is able to put them to rest. Yes. So um, there are okay. more specific types of wraiths, right? So we're moving on to noon wraiths here. Moving on to noon wraiths. Noon wraiths. I, I love the I love the term noon wraith because when you think wraith, you think of you know nighttime. You think of ghosts coming out at night, uh, the scary, spooky things haunting in the dark. You know, but yeah, and, and normal wraiths are normally encountered at night. You don't find them much during the day, though. I, it's not impossible, but it's most likely that you will encounter them during the nighttime. Um, and particularly, uh, you should be very careful of a regular wraith on the night of the new moon, as they are particularly powerful during that night. So, right. And a know, new just... moon is the darkest night. That's when the moon is uh, the opposite of full. Yep. So... That would make sense. It's the darkest, spookiest night. Yes. Uh, also, I, I do have pictures. I don't know how much of a struggle if you wanted to throw up a picture or not. Blah! It's up to like, you. Like, Blah. Barf, like throw up, like barf it up. Uh, I mean, if you could do that, <laughs> that would also be useful. But I here, feel I'll, like there's much more convenient means. Uh, yeah. Here, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give it a try while you talk. Um, but okay. go ahead on just uh, go ahead and describe noon wraith, and I'll I'll pull these up as we go. All right. So uh, beware the swaying of wheat stalks or grass on a windless day. This marks the arrival of a noon wraith who dances in the fields when the sun is at its zenith. They are spirits of women who suffered violent deaths before their weddings. Knowing only anger and pain, they wander the fields looking for unfaithful lovers and backstabbing rivals. Normally held in this world by an item of significance, one should beware finding a wedding ring or torn veil in a field. Should you find one, however, back away swiftly and do not touch it lest you attract the attention of the wraith. I love this. I love the way they look in The Witcher 3, too. The, the tongue hang out, like the impossibly oh, long tongue hanging I hate out. I the tongue so much. Oh, it's, it's so gross. So gross. I love it. I it's mean, it's so, so gross. good, but it's so gross. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's it's so gross. It's so good, you know? Um, I have the picture up on the screen for anybody watching on the live stream or who would like to check out the YouTube video. Um, reminder, the videos for The Witcher Lorecast are now moved from the Robots Radio YouTube channel to its own Witcher Lorecast YouTube channel. So you can just look that up. Just search Witcher witcher lorecast on youtube you'll find the witcher lorecast youtube channel so if you want to see images of these things and you haven't seen if you especially if you are watching the netflix series and you you aren't a video gamer then you want to see what these images look like from the games this would be a great way for you to check that out so um yeah and the the noon wraith is great because the remnants of the dress 
the ragged looking dress, even the flower crown on the head. They are described as having uh, the visage of a sun-dried corpse uh, wearing the remains of a tattered wedding dress or their, you know, whatever their wedding dress might be. So it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's really gross. It's very like a dried up, shriveled up kind of husk, you know, rib cage poking out the skins, just like just this thin layer uh, attached to, to the bones and then, you know, tattered dress, the floral crown and that, that, insanely long tongue that just flaps around everywhere it's <laughs> so good it's absolutely terrifying so no mouth too and that's part of the description imagine a skull but without the jawbone so you just have like the open mouth section with just a tongue that comes from like the back of the throat just hanging out oh it's so good and then i have the image of the um the regular wraith which isn't as disgusting it just kind of looks like a a spirit with some rags for clothing and the sword and the the lantern kind of floating Mm -hmm. around so that's that's those right there um man the noon wraith is is great it's also a very tragic kind of wraith because of the whole wedding situation yep uh in order to uh battle a noon wraith uh you would prepare the about the same way you would prepare for a regular wraith, same materials, um, same, you know, oils and bombs. Uh, one should be more careful when dealing with a noon wraith though, as you can encounter it during the day, which would probably be the last you'd expect of, of, you know, uh, and it can more easily transition from immaterial to material and if it is uh, sufficiently weakened enough, it will make a copy of itself, which dances around whoever its victim is uh, and will suck away their life force and add it to their own strength. So regaining like their vitality. Um, so you want to dispatch this doppelganger as swiftly as possible. Uh, it will, it can also manipulate some physical forces such as, kicking up dust uh, and like to blind so that it can more easily deceive you or attack you from like a -hmm. surprise angle. Yeah. She plays dirty. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Which in even, I believe in the game um, it's not even just like it's described as kicking up dust, but it's more like a flashbang. Like you like get like flashbanged and it's like, (laughs) what just happened? And then, you know, there's like a couple different, noon rates and you're like wait what's going on what am I right yeah Gar- Gerald like swears and like rubs his eyes and he's like ah, ah. <laughs> and then like he looks back up and he's there's a few of them and he's like ah and then he's got to deal with them yeah um, I, I love the so what's so creepy about this is that I love putting myself in the situation of the like the commoner having to deal with these monsters because this is the kind of situation you might deal with as say a farmer And you're you're a farmer and you've you know, you're out tilling the field and some sort of tragedy happened nearby, but you're not aware of it. And you're not particularly your guard's not particularly up. It's the middle of the day. You're out there, you know, tilling your field and you decide, oh, well, there's this this area on the side of your land. You're going to clear off some extra trees. 
some extra area in order to make room for some more fields. You're expanding your farm. But little did you know that 200 years ago on that little part of land, there was a tragic event and you clear off that land and you pissed off a noon wraith. And in the middle of the day, she shows up like you don't expect this. You're not you're not in a cemetery. It's not the middle of the night. You know, you know, all of a sudden this noon wraith shows up and you don't expect this at all. And, and I love the surprise of that and the vulnerability of, of being in the middle of the day and it just showing up. And, and in the games, you come across this kind of thing like people are very surprised by this. This is like like, what is this thing in my field? Why is it here? You know, like it's the middle yeah. of the day. What is going on? And of course, yeah. Geralt knows what's going on, but you know, the, the commoner doesn't. Most of the time, the commoners are very confused by by the kinds of monsters they deal with. But something like a noon wraith is, is very confusing to a lot of people. Yes. Um, and I believe that in some situations, the things you talk about, um, like farmers and like knowing to take breaks at like midday mm-hmm. um, and whether that's like known or not at this point like i'm sure some do know i i know the farmer that gives you like the devil by the well knows that it's like a noon wraith but or knows kind of um he knows like ah uh, yeah i need to not do that i need to take a break <laughs> right <laughs> Just wait for everything right. away. um and this is actually based off uh of something so the noon wraith is inspired by the slavic mythological creature it's not really a creature. It's a belief more like uh, known as Lady Midday, who was so named due to believe that she commonly appears during the middle of hot summer days and attempts to engage workers in conversation. Failure to answer or reject the topic results in the murder of the individual by the wraith. <laughs> That's so wait, wait. So you either have to answer or reject the topic. But if you just ignore her, then you die. Mm hmm. Yep. So you better you better. So if you get approached by a lady in the middle of a summer day, you better respond in some manner. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, widely believed to have been a the mythological personification of heat stroke with delirious conversations with imaginary individuals as a frequent symptom of the condition. Lady Midday was commonly blamed for the deaths of workers whilst farming due to heart attacks. Mm. For fear of her, however, it became common practice for farmers to take breaks in the middle of a summer's day to avoid her. That makes sense. Yeah. Go get a drink of water. Cool off. The middle of the day, yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, you're just getting it's essentially, you know, because we know in like mythology that a lot of mythology is like the culture trying to explain things that aren't really explainable, you know, right. like Greek mythology, Zeus to explain thunderstorms and things like that. Right. Um, right. They tie, and, they tie things into some sort of, you know, cultural explanation for the thing because they don't yeah. have any other way of making sense of it. And people would, and, and this is like back when you don't really have medical practices to tell you what's happening. So people, farmers more specifically, were just dropping dead in the middle of the day, mostly because they were working too hard. It was hot. It was probably wasn't getting enough hydration. Um, and you, that is not healthy for you and you can die from that. So there was just farmers dropping dead in the middle of fields and people were like, what's happening Oh my God, there must be something like crazy, some kind of spirit killing these people or something. We still still do this in our culture. We just don't do it in the same way. We don't, we don't necessarily, well, some people do, but we don't necessarily call it like, oh, it's a noon wraith, but we still do this thing where we make up explanations and then pass them around. And then we claim that the explanation is legitimate because we heard it from somebody else we trusted. 
So like how many people have heard the explanation that like you shouldn't go go swimming after eating a meal. You should always wait 20 minutes before you go swimming after after a meal. Right. Mm-hmm. But, or like that's bad for you. You'll get stomach cramps, something like that. That's totally false. That is there's no data saying that that's something that you need to worry about. But for some reason, we all believe it or like we're coming up on Halloween. Like we all every mother knows that you need to check your candy before the kids eat it because there might be razor blades in it. There's never been a case of anybody ever giving out candy with razor blades. This is not a thing that's ever happened and been reported. And yet every mother knows that this is something that could happen out, you know, like sure yeah be safe but at the same time this is a this is just a popular myth it's something that just gets spread around um so yes be safe yes take a break at noon drink some water but the reason for doing so uh, we still do this we still make up reasons just because we need to explain why you know which is kind of crazy to me but it's just the way it goes uh there's two specific instances uh, are not specific but two unique instances of noon rates in the witcher three you have the white lady um the specter of a woman uh formerly a woman named lucy who committed suicide after abandoning her wedding for unknown reasons she ran into the fields west of drahan castle and slashed her wrist with a dagger transforming herself into a noon wraith so she Something bad happened. Uh, you know, it says unknown reasons. Maybe, maybe it was like an unfaithful guy or something like, you know, she felt wronged. So she, or he left she, on the day of the wedding, turned her down. She was heartbroken. Like it could, could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. So, and then the devil by the well, uh, is a noon wraith that can be encountered in white orchard and is probably the first noon wraith in, probably the first wraith in general that people will encounter in, in Witcher three this is the very first part of the map. It's one of like the first contracts you get. So mm-hmm. probably the first time you will ever see a wraith specifically a noon wraith. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, so we need to take a break and thank our patrons. What do we have coming up after the break? Uh, we continue with night wraiths and plague maidens. Ooh, plague maidens, night wraiths, night wraith and plague maiden. That sounds like my new metal band. All right, let's go thank our patrons. We'll be right back. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. All right. This is the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons. We now have six patrons. Thank you to all our patrons. Welcome to our newest patron. And I need to pull up the names of everybody here so I can thank everyone. But especially thank you to our tier five or Leshen patron or tier four. I'm sorry. Tier four Leshen patron, Ben of Timeria, who joined us just recently on, a, on an episode. Um, Lord Tizer is our newest patron. Welcome to the Patreon. And you know what? Since we only have six of them, I'm going to thank everyone else as well. Mark 10 Gamer, Fishdu, Turbo Toboggan, and Vinitwo. I hope I said that correctly. Thank you to all of you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting the show and what we do on this podcast. We really do appreciate it. And uh, you want to say anything else to the patrons, Toasty? Um, You're the coolest. You're the coolest. So if you want to check out the different tiers on the Patreon, you want to possibly join us on a future episode of the show and, you know, just see what kinds of cool things you get, like ad-free episodes, episodes a day early, 
all of all the in fact most of the stuff you get at the bottom tiers and then some of the really cool stuff you get on the higher tier so go check it out at patreon.com slash witcher lorecast and thank you to everybody who supports the show if we've done anything to help your day go better at work or your drive to work go smoother or your workout go faster or you you cleaning your dogs go more clean cleanly then check it out because uh you know you might like things you can get so thanks to everybody nothing helps clean your dogs more Mm -hmm. uh regularly than having a good podcast to listen to while you do it that's right that if you want to have the cleanest dog in the neighborhood you should listen to our podcast is what we're saying absolutely your dogs will be cleaner and happier and you'll be you'll have the happiest cleanest pups in town so uh (laughs) yeah so new patrons guys that's amazing thank you so much hey we also have some reviews we got some reviews to go over quite a few reviews i thought from the sounds of it all right i'm pulling them up right now let's see we have lalania from the united states who writes so much fun five stars i recently started diving into the witcher books and i wanted to hear other people talk about them besides myself i typed witcher into the podcast search bar and i'm very glad i did wow this podcast is the perfect amount of lore enthusiasm and random knowledge of the world that somehow ties in i think that's my part um (laughs) i can't wait for more especially with season two on its way thank you lalalanya uh we really do appreciate that that's a that's a wonderful summary Lala Lenny, Lala Lenny, you're right. Lala. Not, not, yeah, there's no A at the end. Via, yeah. Tom I'm, thinks your name deserves extra flair. I'm just I mean, adding you know. extra stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your. That, your that's review. what he does. He's good at adding extra stuff, you know. I just, I just make crap up all the time. Uh, then we have <laughs> Staples Three. The uh, that is the third sequel. That is the end of the. <laughs> it's like if Staples had a movie. That would be the final Staples movie in the trilogy of Staples movies. Staples three, right? I'm sorry. You're from Australia. I hope I didn't offend you. Thank you for leaving a podcast review. You wrote great content, great discussion, five stars, really enjoying nerding out with this podcast over everything from the continent. I've completed a couple of playthroughs of The Witcher 3, and I'm currently reading through the books. This podcast has been great for filling in context and background for me while keeping up fun discussion. Keep up the great work and good luck on the path. Good luck on the path to you as well, Staples. Thank you for leaving that review, and I'm sorry I made fun of your name. I just thought it would be a funny joke, and it wasn't. All right, then we also have (laughs) Dom Breakwood from Canada. Awesome show, five stars. Hi, guys, from Quebec, Canada. Just wanted to say I discovered you from the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Welcome. Thanks for coming on over. And I only watch the Netflix show and movie, so discovering more about the Witcher universe just before season two is awesome. Smiley face. I know, right? There's so much good stuff in here. Um, And also, yes, welcome to any of you who are tuning in from just watching the, the show who were not necessarily readers of the books or players of the games everybody is welcome we're glad that you're tuning in and there's so much wonderful lore from each of the sources so if you are only a book reader only a game player or only a show watcher then don't worry this is a great place for you we're going to do our best to share all the content we possibly can to help fill out fill in all the blanks from each of those things so 
Um, welcome and thank you for the review, Dom. Also, we have ASKGS Jackie from Canada who writes, Hi, five stars. Hi, I'm Jackie from Canada. I'm pretty new to the fandom and your podcast is giving me more info on the lore. I got started with the fandom through the TV show. Keep up the good work. We got another show fan. Thanks, Jackie. Um, man, thank you everybody for leaving, for taking the time to do this. We have one left. Chris Nibe, H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H from the United States. Who writes great content five stars you guys have done an excellent job covering a ton of topics that aren't really covered in depth anywhere else all while making it extremely entertaining. I'm a huge fan of the game series, but I recently began reading the books listening to the show has given me more insight into the Witcher world and answered questions that I've had about the lore. I'm excited to hear what's next and keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you. I'll just call you Pris. Thank you, Pris. Um, Thank you to everybody. This is awesome. Thank you for taking the time to leave these reviews. It really does help us um, be more visible on Apple Podcasts in their search and uh, get recommended more to people looking for shows. And um, and again, welcome. If you are just a watcher of the show or just a player of the games, don't feel like you're left out. We we very much welcome you. We're a fan of all the different content. Come and join us. And if you want any recommendations on how to get into the games, if you haven't gotten into the games before, or if how to get into the shows, if you're kind of new to that, any or the books, like where to start with the books, feel free to let us know. Join us on the Robots Radio Discord. We'd love to talk with you on there and give you some thoughts and advice about how to get deeper into the world of The Witcher. Um, there's even a tabletop role-playing game. We interviewed Jay Gray from Artel Sorian, and so there are people who are playing tabletop role-playing games in The Witcher world. So there's so much awesome content out there we, about The Witcher. I don't think we got Jay Gray yet. Did we, we got Cody. We had we Cody. Cody. That's right. We had Cody. Yeah, we had Cody Pondsmith on. We didn't do Jay Gray. We did. Uh, we did Jay Gray on uh, on the um, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. We did him yeah. twice. I'm I'm blending the shows together. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm to, sure if you ask nicely, Jay Gray would love we need to, to come get on Jay, the show, Jay Gray right? in here. He isn't. He isn't as plugged into the Witcher side of stuff. Now that I think oh, okay. About it. Well, then we'll just um, have to get Cody. We'll back. We'll just have to get you know, Cody just, back because yeah. Cody knows like everything about yeah. the Witcher. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had Cody on. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's time to get back to the rest of the show. Let's do it. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. This is what happens when you do too many podcasts. You start to blend them all together. Also, it's kind of freaking cool that our, uh, that Artel Sorian, that, um, <laughs> yeah, Artel Sorian works on both cyberpunk and Witcher stuff, that CD Projekt Red works on Witcher and cyberpunk stuff you know like that all this stuff is kind of together it's yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty neat that it all kind of mushes together and so in my brain and it all kind of mushes together too. great that they you know they uh like to su support us with knowledge you know I that's know, really right? too so they're such <laughs> awesome people like they really are cool people who just love the lore and they love the games that they work on it's like it's like they're nerds for the things that they actually work on. It's like just as, as much as we are, if not more, which is super cool. But anyway, let's talk about Night Wraiths. What do we know about Night Wraiths? Uh, so Night Wraiths are similar to that of a normal Wraith, but they have a few key distinctive features. Uh, they are the spirits of women experiencing sorrow and grief. They haunt fields and meadows in the darkest hours of the night. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. really not much too different about like what they do. They just, you know, it's nighttime. They're, you know, specifically nighttime. Um, and 
I actually just thought of something that I didn't write down from before. By the way, noon wraiths can be encountered at night, just so you know. So if you aren't terrified enough of noon wraiths, <laughs> you can find them at nighttime. Right. They're just not as strong, which means nothing to you if you're not a witcher. If you're just a normal person, it doesn't matter. It's still pretty freaking scary, right? So, then- you know, you can encounter you know any of these rates at any time during the day you are never safe um, <laughs> yeah yeah so, so instead we have a night wraith here we've got a picture on the screen and very similar you've got the uh you know the torn up looking old ratty dress the skin that looks more like bacon than skin at this point <laughs> and the mm-hmm. bones kind of protruding through the skeletal no face. tongue though no, no tongue, tongue. No tongue, no crown of flowers, because this was not a wedding gone bad. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, like, the hair floating around, um, you know, and uh, just the, the whole general creepy, floaty appearance. So, yep. still Which, not something that you want to come across, especially in the middle of the night in the dark. Yep, yep. Um, and uh, they actually, the the original naming for a, a Night Wraith was that they were, the, the translation is, translates to midnight wraith as a like mirror of the noon wraith but they decided to call it a night wraith because it kind of flows a bit better whenever you're saying yeah it. midnight wraith is if there was a word for noon that was <clears throat> as simple as noon for midnight that would be nice yep uh when you're approaching a fight with a night wraith it's very similar to a noon wraith um Although when weakened, they can split into multiple copies of themselves um, and it would be uh, well advised to take out these doppelgangers as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. But everything else, basically the same. Geardin, Silver Sword, Spectre Oil, you're good to go. Right. 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 Uh, A very special or unique night wraith that we come across in the game is Jenny O the Woods. Jenny O uh, the Woods. This name this name Woods. is burned into my brain for some reason. I don't hold on to specific <clears throat> names very well. This is something mm-hmm. that people should probably learn about me. As much as I love lore and I love holding on to all this knowledge and learning as much as I can about these games, specific names and specific labels fall out of my brain very easily. Concepts I hold on to really well, but specific names, not so much. Jenny O the Woods, for some reason, that one it's the o it's, it's the o because it's o apostrophe jenny is jenny of the woods right but jenny o the right woods. but like there's something there's something ominous like jenny o the woods it's just like there's something there's true it's something it creepy pretty about spooky that. yeah pretty spooky yeah watch out uh, jenny o the woods will get you yeah um a unique variety of night wraith that we encountered um she used to be a woman named Zula who lived in mid cops. Zula's transformation into a night wraith came about after she was murdered by another villager named Bokai, whom she rejected as she was in a relationship with Anton. As Bokai wouldn't leave them alone to the point Zula feared for her life, she and Anton made plans to run off in the middle of the night. However, Bokai learned of this attempt to run off and ran after them and ultimately killed Zula. Freaking <clears throat> Bokai. What a jerk. Big jerk. What a big jerk. Yeah. Yeah. His solution to not having the woman that he wanted to be with was to just kill her. It's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of great logic involved there. Oh, if I Yeah. Yeah. In order to, you know, protect myself from not having her, I will make sure that I never have her. Yeah, well, it's the whole it's the traditional like if if you can't have her, if I can't have her, no one can. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, the, it's, it's a jealous 
it's the jealous kind of love that's not really love it's just yeah. jealous i mean i guess there's a limited selection of women in mid cups i don't know uh, i guess so. i mean <laughs> like you've got a point in these little itty bitty villages there's only so many people a very around. tidy village mid cops i believe yeah. was like like really tiny like one of the smallest ones. right she's so. the most beautiful girl in the village she's the only girl in the village yes but she's the most beautiful <laughs> like yeah all right um, uh, and that is what we have for night rates. All right. Uh, nothing too crazy. They're not as unique. I think, I think they were kind of built as an opposite because I didn't really come up with anything that specifically related to night rates as far as like mythology. Mm-hmm. So I believe it was just kind of like a nice, like, I guess symmetrical balance of having a noon wraith and a night wraith kind of like balance each other out. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's not just a general wraith. It, it, uh, from a gameplay perspective, it's also a different character model because the wraith looks more like a male with the the lantern and the sword, whereas a night wraith is this creepy female, and she's got more of this like you know these like uh, skeletal arms. She's got mm-hmm. kind of that creepy like ghost skeletal arm thing rather than looking like maybe a soldier. Or something yeah, like and that. they are they are stronger, and uh, they have like you know a unique ability kind of thing that that regular wraiths don't, and and it's like mm-hmm. a boss battle most of the time. Especially Ginny of the Woods is right. you know one of the named. That's a better term that I should have been using. A named night wraith. So yeah. Mark Ten is in chat, and he says uh, they look kind of banshee like. Yeah, yeah, they've got that kind of banshee quality to them. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. something there's something about <laughs> I think there's just something really creepy about like a woman scorned and then the woman scorned now turned into a spirit like a, a female spirit scorned, you know, like that that kind of thing. There's just yeah. uh, especially believe, to men. There's just like this like, oh, she's haunting me. There's there's definitely something there. Yeah, I believe that like in in the Witcher three for Ginny of the Woods, like she becomes a night wraith and I'm pretty sure the first thing she does is just completely murk okay (laughs) (laughs) um uh now we move on to what i would probably consider the more terrifying variation of wraiths for me personally yeah um the plague maidens Uh, they are also known as a pesta and are a spirit personifying disease and pestilence. They are rates that take the appearance of females, uh, though exactly why that is remains a mystery. Some speculate they, like other such specters, arise from the powerful emotional charge associated with circum- certain circumstances of death, such as death preceded by a long and particularly painful illness. They are extremely rare versions of wraiths, and only two sightings have ever been recorded. They have been known to be seen around the occurrence of rampant plague. No one can be quite sure if the plague maiden causes these plagues or if it is drawn to it like a moth to a flame. Mm. It is certain that she delights in the moans of dying men and inflicting pain in people. So I found a really good picture for this. Check this out. And it especially highlights the uh, the super long tongue here, and the, it's it's so good. It's just the face. Oh man, think like noon wraith with like the flowers in the hair, but the hair is green. The skin is like all green and looks 
like pest pestilent like there's just like disease all in it and then also the whole really long tongue coming out of the back of the throat thing so mm-hmm. good so good i so creepy. i'm actually like fairly certain that that picture is just a noon wraith mm, i don't know because like i saw it's, it's got like it's, i there's don't these think two. that's that's a plague maiden uh I mean, there's this well, I'm one. just looking at the one that you had. It has a floral crown. I don't think plague manes aren't depicted with floral uh, maybe, crowns. Maybe this one over here. Here, we'll, we'll look yeah. at this one. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot. There's, there's, I mean, there's, there's a few of them. Here, what yeah. about that one? Yeah, no floral crown on, that, crown on that one, but still green. Yeah, very green, very green. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> Google's doing me wrong. But this one is labeled on Pinterest as plague maiden. Maybe somebody mislabeled it. Um, yeah, this one's the super green too. I'm sure anyway. they saw the green hair, and it was probably just a lighting effect. They were like, "Ah, oh, green plague, means plague." plague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the topic of description, they look similar to other wraiths, though it is said that they appear ill and their skin rots from their bones. They are covered in the pox of disease, and worms burrow in their flesh. Yum. delicious Uh, if you if you ain't got worms burrowing in your flesh i don't want you (laughs) i mean you must be doing something wrong because you're not delicious enough yet yep uh they usually lead a troop of rats behind them as they march across the land like a pied piper yes um (laughs) yes yes uh to fight a pesta, you fight them much like other wraiths, uh, making use of Yerdin and your silver sword. Plague maidens have been known to display, display, deploy Success. clouds of insects to attack, but these can be swiftly dispatched by Igni. Yeah, just burn them, burn them all down. Yeah, burn the bugs, burn the bugs. Um, the plague maiden is drawn from the pesta, so same kind of name here because it's also known as a pesta uh, of Scandinavian folklore which was seen as the physical embodiment of the Black Death which rampaged through Europe between 1347 and 1351 envisioned as an elderly woman wearing black robes legends involving the pesta affirmed that the spirit would travel from homestead to homestead carrying the plague if she was carrying a rake then only a handful of people would die whereas a broom would signify mass fatalities wait 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 a minute i'm trying to understand the justification here i'm one i'm I'm, the rake the rake has holes in between the tines so it can't uh gather as much like as much plague in it yeah okay what about what about this the rake i'm imagining it's like whenever you're culling leaves versus sweeping a floor you can you can clean more effectively right so like imagine that people Uh are the dust like that you're you if you use right, a rake right. against sweeping, the dust you're gonna get them some up. of it she's sweeping but not more up. much right i get that, yes. i get that idea what if here's a counter idea what <laughs> if the rake means that she's staying outside because you use a rake outside but a broom means she's coming inside because a broom is that also inside. works so it also works she's gonna she's gonna bring more disease into you your know home. what's the more terrifying thing though the mm-hmm. more terrifying thing is that like modern pesta right what if she shows up with a vacuum cleaner we're all screwed <laughs> she's like that's, a, that's she's the like end a, of the world right she's there. like the cleaning lady going from house to house and she's like she's like hello i'm here i'm here to clean i mean as we know uh like vacuum cleaners are really effective against monsters if you've ever seen that dirt devil commercial of, luigi uses them in the luigi's mansion the ghostbusters those are just vacuum cleaners that's like a vacuum cleaner but yeah luigi Luigi sucks them up in like a vacuum thing 
Yeah, so he knows what's up. I, I just always think of that weird Dirt Devil commercial mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like uh, trying to exercise the demon. The demon's just going back and forth on the ceiling, <laughs> and then it just pans up to like Betty White using a Dirt Devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. Like what? Yeah, um, yeah. When in doubt, suck him up. Yeah, uh, an attempt to rationalize the sudden calamity without the modern. Un- understanding of virology and epidemics tales of the pesto were surprisingly scientifically aware including having the ghostly presence often travel by boat one of the most common means of transmission of the bubonic plague mm-hmm. yeah little did they know it wasn't the ghosts it was the rats <sighs> yep which yep. these ghosts have rats with them so mm-hmm. uh, that's mm-hmm. just what it is uh, the only instance of a plague maiden in the witcher 3 can be encountered on fike isle and velvet so because they are extremely rare yeah spoopy stuff man spoopy stuff black death inspired by the plague man yeah that one's the more terrifying because that means worse things are gonna happen for me like like noon wraith has i think the most terrifying idea because of like you know you're never safe you just like you know you're out there you know middle of the day siding your wheat you know so that you can bring in some bundles to to town for some some flour or something and then just bam dude shows up (laughs) or you know walking like imagine you're a very poor family and you just find like you know a a diamond uh wedding ring and you're just like oh my god i can i can make i can pay off the farm my family i can pay off the farm yeah, yeah, I can help my family so much with this. Pick it up, you're done. <laughs> you're done for. Yeah, yeah right. It's like, don't touch my wedding ring. Okay, right. right. Or, so, or the pesta shows up and just you know, welcome. Here's the plague. Yep, and then you suffer. You and everyone else. Noon wraith. Mm-hmm. It's pretty quick. Yeah, that one's yeah. a lot of mass suffering. So, yeah. all right. So, what about the nightmare of the wolf? You mentioned that too. So. I just wanted to touch on it because we don't get much, but we do see rates. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as far as like basic rates go, these are probably the scariest iterations we've seen yet because uh, we see them in the, the swamp scene, you know, the, the controversial swamp scene that makes absolutely no sense. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, right. <laughs> but these things are just what I like to call teleporting merc monsters um because all they did was teleport and then bloody explosions <laughs> they didn't even like do anything it's just like if they were next to you uh, like enough to like touch you you are you were done mm-hmm. you were done you mm-hmm. have no time to think mm-hmm. of a solution you mm-hmm. just explode um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and that's just terrifying because of how like mobile and quick that was. Like you, you yeah. don't have a defense against this. Yeah, that whole thing was just ridiculous. I mean, that that's just not. I mean, how how would you even deal with that? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't. It, it was a bad scene. We all admit that it makes no sense. It makes no the sense. internet agrees that it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, even if you were like a trained <laughs> witcher, there wasn't a whole lot you would do in that situation to survive. There's way too many monsters, as as we've seen that like right. a bunch of w- witchers versus a bunch of monsters. The monsters still won out. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, I I love I love me some spoopy stuff. This is a this is going to be a wonderful wonderful month full of spoopy monsters. 
our best year continues next week. What are we talking about next week, Toasty? All right, so we're transitioning from from a very commonly feared monster to the ugliest monster. <laughs> I think. I think you 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 can tell me, you know, in the Discord if you think there's uglier, but I believe this to be the ugliest monster in all of the Witcher and that is the Striga. I mean, do you tell her that? Uh, I usually, I don't think, I don't have time. Um, normally oh, look like at that I'm face. getting my face ripped off. Um, <laughs> look at that, look at that view. Look at that I face. I am not looking at it. Nope. Mm. If you are listening to the show, you're missing out. This is why you should be uh, during the, you should be here for the live I show. Mean, or that's the, ugly, but YouTube. I mean, we want to talk about the striga that's in the actual TV show because like that's uglier. <laughs> uh that yeah here. Oh. oh oh here we go i found yeah. it yeah i found it yeah you, tom you like the tongues of the noon wraith but you know what you'll like even more uh this long is, oh. elongated umbilical cords that's oh, what you'll yeah, like that too right <laughs> look at poor Geralt's face oh look at oh he's like oh god oh. this is nope mm. yeah they really they really did it up for the tv show too i like and this just makes me think of the scene where he like he's he's talking to the goat and he tells the goat how ugly he is and I'm like yeah but you were face to face with this like goats goats like downright gorgeous compared to that thing so <laughs> yeah yeah so okay well that's fun I can't wait to talk about the striga striga is great a great monster um I, you know what I would also love to hear some other people's thoughts on this as well on our discord what do you think about wraiths what do you think about the striga coming up and what is your what is your altogether uh, I don't know scariest monster? What to you is the monster you would least likely to encounter in the real world? Like put yourself, but let, let's say you are in the Witcher universe. You are a commoner because wouldn't we all be? We would all just be commoners. Not me. I'm not a commoner. You're a you're a Witcher. I'm a witcher. Yeah, okay. I'm armed other, with the knowledge I need. Other than Toasty, we're all commoners. We're like farmers. Don't we're merchants. Ben. ben of Tamaria. I mean, he's already got ben, the name. Ben's a witcher too, of course. I mean, you and Ben are witchers. The rest of us are commoners. Maybe I'm a bard. I'll be a bard. You guys, are, I'm I'm your bard. I'm. I mean, isn't I'm that your how dandelion. this podcast works? Anyways, I'm the serious one here. So I'm, I'm your da- I'm your dandelion. <laughs> Definitely my dandelion. I'm, I'm the dandelion to your Geralt and um. Everyone else, though, you guys out there, I'm sorry, you're a bunch of farmers and merchants and, and townspeople. If you're a farmer, be careful in the field at noon, okay? Just, oh, my God. What what would be the creepiest thing for you to come across? <clears throat> what what would it be? Yeah. Let us know in the Discord. And, and if you can't narrow down the scariest, give, give us, like, your top three. Yeah, just which ones? Which ones <clears throat> in your mind would you be like, uh, if, I, if I was to leave my farm and have to travel from one town to the next town... Which monster would I least like to come across either in the middle of the night or the middle of the day in the case of something like a noon wraith unexpectedly? And just, which one would you just like totally nope out? You'd be like, nope, nope and out. <laughs> like, tell us, let us know. But uh, Toasty, you got anything else you want to share before we head out? Um, I, I got a couple things. Um, you know, got the Twitter, um, Witcher Lorecast on Twitter. Uh, Give us a follow. Uh, Begin some some interesting people following, which is cool. Um, and then, of course, if you're looking to watch the videos, you're not you're not with us live on the 
the live stream, you want to watch the videos, the Witcher Lorecast on YouTube now. It's no longer yeah. the Robots Radio. It's Witcher Lorecast. Witcher so. Lorecast. YouTube channel. Um, go check it out. Um, subscribe. It's free. It's a free subscription. It's free. It's a free subscription. On YouTube. And you can check out our lovely faces while we talk about these episodes. And um, you can also join us live there as well. We, we, co- we double stream on YouTube and on the Robots Radio twitch channel so you can check mm-hmm. this out there on or th- on both of those uh monday nights at 9 p.m eastern you can come join us and yeah. anything um else? if you are a fan of D, you know uh i got <laughs> roped into an episode that was definitely not planned <laughs> i don't know if you heard about this so that we have the 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 D lore cast which was mm-hmm. previously uh tom and stewart and is now the almighty crit and sergio um and they were doing their patron episode and none of the patrons showed up which oh uh, no kind of it kind of feels bad but it happens, um, it happens. They people get, get patrons, busy but and, they had they had yeah. stewart on um and i was in the twitch chat and then they just were like, invite Toasty. Let's let's have Toasty on. So I got, I was You're on like a the surprise. default special guest. Yeah, I was on a su- surprise episode of the D&D Lorecast um, talking about spells, our favorite and least favorite spells. Um, mm-hmm. And I have never used a spell in D&D beyond third level. So, <laughs> so you were, uh, that was you were definitely the best guest to have on the show. I definitely was the best guest that you could have possibly had on that show. Amazing. Um, and then if you're a fan of the, the avatar, uh, I am, I am joining up with some of our folks that do the cyberpunk, uh, all, uh, fumbling for the almighty crit, like their live play podcast. So they will be doing an avatar, the legends podcast. And I will be, um, this is like a, a cool a avatar. Thing. This is like cool avatar anime this not is not people dumb the blue people avatar movie. the last airbender right this um, is cool avatar yes. not dumb avatar yes so and i will be joining them as a player so uh look forward to that that will be happening soon i don't think i can say the specific date but it will be very soon pretty soon very soon <clears throat> Awesome. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. And this is a lesson to anybody who's listening. You just start showing up. Just be part of the community. Just start showing up. You never know when some one of our podcasts are going to be like, hey, come join us on the show. Because Toasty, Toasty was originally a patron. Um, and for he, cyberpunk for cyberpunk he originally just started just showing up as a cyberpunk patron and then um, started getting involved with more of the shows. And then he was like, hey, I want to do a Witcher show. And then he and I got together and we're like, hey, let's launch let's launch a Witcher Lorecast. We could do that. And now we do a show together. And now he's popping in as guests on other shows. So, you know, the community's growing. This this community is all about you guys and all of us together. So really it's it's all about just getting involved and you know having fun together. So yeah, come join us. That's the lesson. So join join the Discord. That's if you want to talk with a bunch of really cool people about you know all sorts of video game or nerd stuff you want to hop on the discord yeah robots radio Discord. Check out the, yep. yep and um i'm streaming in the mornings now every morning around 8 30 eastern 8 30 a.m eastern on twitch.tv slash robots radio and i will either be working on some of the projects that i work on editing some of the podcasts working on some video stuff that kind of thing and i can uh you know talk about what i'm doing i can share some thoughts on what i'm working on um you know, even help you guys learn some of the things about how I do what I do, 
or I'll be playing games. I've been streaming New World that came out recently. Today I streamed some Elder Scrolls Online. I'll be playing some Fallout. Who knows? I may even jump back into The Witcher, you know? So I'll be I'll be hanging out in the mornings, playing games and chatting with you guys every and weekday. I so I I, usually, I hop in there a couple times a week to yeah. just chat. So if you want to say hi yeah. in Twitch chat on his stream, I'll be there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Come hang out with me. We have a good time. Everybody jokes around and sometimes chat gets me to do dumb stuff like make videos where I look at the screen with a fart noise. Yep. I'm saving for that Waluigi redeem. I don't know what <laughs> oh, it is. No. And it says not to re- not to touch it, but don't I'm it. saving for that. Don't do it. Don't do it. I keep raising <clears> the price because people hit that button and then I'm like, no, this is bad. No, I'm saving. No. I'm saving. No good. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us and we'll see. Oh, me too. It says <laughs> bank and chat. Oh boy. All right. Well, guys, thank you for being here. Um, I think that's it. My brain just all started. Waluigi just took over my brain. All right. We're going to get going. Thanks for being here. Stay safe on the path. We'll see you guys next week for more Monster Talk. Talk to you next week. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.